0: What's up, everybody? This is Dolph Ziggler, and you are listening to Markin' Out. This is Markin' Out.
1: Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Marking Out. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Running like this. Thing. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out y'all. Marking Out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling
0: fans. Welcome to Marking Out. This is episode 462. You are listening to the perfect pro wrestling podcast. This is Marking Out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. I am one of your hosts, Dave the Rave, and I am here with Brandon. You can go follow him on Twitter at bttg161. Follow myself on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore and m O Unfortunately, Chris is not here this week, but you could go check him out at Chris Wdag collectively at Marking out, but you already know that. Give us a like on Facebook, buy the T-shirts from Prowrestlingtees.com, subscribe on YouTube, and all of that fun stuff. Brandon, how are you? I'm doing awesome as always, and yourself I am doing awesome as always as well.: Oh wow, as well. Well, as well. So How was your tell week? me. <laughs> <laughs> well, my week was, uh, you know, it was good, but not as good as your week, though. Let's talk about your week.
1: Yeah. How did everything go? Well, first of all, the other day when it snowed, I went and uh, I grilled steaks. There you all. You said that you wanted, I wanted to. to. You were... well, although it's not winter yet, you said you were waiting for the day. But yeah, I mean, it still it wasn't snowing during the process, but they, I think there might come a day that it snows and I grill.
0: Okay. It just it was right.
1: enjoyable. It wasn't even like cold out. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I then I made tacos and they were good. Nice. Nice. Uh, but most importantly from my week, last night I went to Z100 Jingle Ball for the second time. <laughs> yeah. How was that concert? Uh, it was very long. Yeah, I got, like, how many hours is it? Uh, well, Taylor Swift. Opened the show, came on like 7.10-ish, we'll say. And Halsey closed the show, didn't end until 12.02-ish. Wow. I'm like, what the... F-? Yeah, it was like ridiculous. There was a, a band, Monster X, the Korean pop band.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm they, pretty they sure... Performed, they performed on like uh, one of the shows yesterday.
1: Like what? Well, like a
0: late night? Uh, no, Regis and Kelly. Oh, Regis, Regis Ryan and Kelly?
1: Kelly? Yeah, Ryan I'm, and- I'm pretty sure... They didn't sing live.
0: I'm pretty positive that they didn't sing live on the uh, Ryan and Kelly show Like, there's –
1: there's not – I think it's like 99.999% chance that they were not singing live. And it was the weirdest thing because they had those boy band headset microphones. Yeah. And they were also clutching onto microphones on a stand. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what – I. You got two microphones. What do you? I don't understand? What's the point of that? What is it just for the looks? yeah, but there's there's like I really think there's like a zero percent chance they were they were singing live. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was cool to see Taylor Swift again. It was my eleventh time seeing her. Wow, yeah. Did you wish her a happy birthday? Um on Twitter, I guess nice <laughs> not that nice. Not, not that I think she'd read it at all, but any any standouts from the concert? Uh well Taylor Swift obviously I got to hear a few songs from the new Lover album uh Camila Cabello always good uh Jonas Brothers were were decent um Lizzo I don't like, I was I wasn't like overwhelmed or like blown away by her performance but uh-huh. I was blown away with everybody in the crowd just like in that moment, like, just absolutely, like, marking out for Lizzo. It was the weirdest really? thing. Yeah. I don't get She She has a really good voice, but, w- like, when it came time to, like, do, like, the faster parts of the songs, I feel like it got jumbled up together. I don't get the, this Lizzo mo- movement. I, I, I don't know. It, it's, like, her, her message, I, I, I like half of her message, where it's, like, don't, like, who cares what you look like? Mm-hmm. which which the guy Louis Scopaldi also uh he's got a really good voice. He he kind of preached the same thing. He came out there and did like 10 minutes on how he's fat and ugly it seemed. Mm-hmm. But uh Lizzo like she was she was preaching like like I guess body empowerment or whatever or whatever it's called and yeah. And uh which is always a good thing. Like who cares what you look like? But then she's like I want to she's like telling the crowd to to repeat after her and one of the things is like I want to be a big girl and it's like why don't don't strive to be a a big big girl yeah which i heard literally somebody uh, like a voice to the left of me was like i don't want to be a big girl (laughs) (laughs) i thought that was really funny but but yeah it's like you can live your life but you don't have to like you don't have to strive to be a big girl that's that's like pushing it Mm -hmm. but yeah it was really cool and then like they have like celebrities come out sometimes to like introduce acts. So Katie Holmes, I guess, who's always there. Tina Fey was there. Drew Barrymore, mm-hmm. Olivia Wilde. So yeah, it was, uh, it was quite enjoyable. I, I wish the concert was less people. There was no reason for that that Korean pop gimmick.
0: Yeah, it's the hot thing, dude. K-pop. Yeah, and I K-pop. wish. I,
1: honestly, I just wish it was a full
0: Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah. All right, good deal. Well, well I'll take right. I'll take seven songs or whatever it was. <laughs> well, let's get on to some sports entertainment here and speak about some Monday Night Raw. Monday
1: Night Nitro. Which, I think there was like a whistle in that one. Oh, yeah. Which uh, kicked off with King's Divorce Court. Ooh, with yeah. Lana and, and Rusev, yeah. Which, by the way, I have not mentioned on the show yet, past few weeks Rusev has been killing it with his shirt choices. Oh, I this Donald Duck selection. Like he at Starcade he had a Bob Ross t-shirt, at Raw last week it was a Johnny Cash t-shirt, and now Donald Duck. Yeah. Um but Rusev ends up asking Lana for a match with Bobby Lashley before he signs the divorce papers.
0: And Ru- rusev killed this this entire promo i thought like rusev was totally over nonchalant about it 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 was awesome
1: yeah which uh which lashley came out and attacked rusev while he was signing the the paper and rusev ends up putting him through the through the table but uh i think like had the segment gone like where lashley continued to beat down rusev and aiden english ran out to make this save people would have lost their like minds
0: it in English, I think oh. people, people
1: would love. I, I mean, I at least would like a, a Rusev Day reunion. That would be interesting. I didn't. I never thought about that. Yeah, but uh, thank God this opened Raw, and we didn't have to wait to <laughs> to get past this segment, like yeah. or, or not past the segment. Wait for the segment to like. Oh God, is it going to close Raw? Is it going to be in the Ex- middle? Exactly. But then this led into the
0: segment that really set the plot for Monday Night Raw. Uh, Kevin Owens was backstage being interviewed, and um, the one thing to take away that I really didn't like is that we got no explanation as how Kevin Owens got away from AOP last week. Yeah. Like, no explanation. We saw him being dragged off by AOP. He mentions that he's he's lucky that he got away and stuff, but there was no real explanation. He got dragged off. What did they – like, where did they put him? Like
1: it grew up. So, yeah I, I guess i guess <laughs> but but he puts he puts all the blame again on seth rollins and um and i guess while he went looking for aop he ran into ray mysterio who offered his help but then he goes oh i think you misunderstood me after kevin owens turned it down I- i'm offering you this and gives him the lead pipe from the last storyline he was in which the Really, I like the, the continu the continuity? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, no, no, me too. Of that like leading into the next storyline. I thought it was really cool. But Yeah. And then later on, Kevin Owens still backstage looking for AOP, ran ran into uh Mojo who kept giving him wrong directions and then uh which also the kid from One Direction was at the concert last night too. Oh cool. <laughs> He's pretty good. <laughs> uh but Mojo uh Mojo ends up getting slapped in the face for giving him wrong directions. Yeah. Uh, First Uh, matchup we saw was Drew McIntyre defeating Matt Hardy. Matt
0: Hardy getting a twist of fate in there real early.
1: Yeah. Before, uh, which, by the way, McIntyre, uh, the promo beforehand was really good. He was like, uh, he announced the birth of Matt's son and then made fun of the kid.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. But and I this is, I like this like revival of Matt Hardy. It, this seems like a Matt Hardy farewell tour.
1: There's a uh, I didn't watch this new episode yet, but he's been doing a series of like free free the delete uh-huh. things. And I I don't know if like broken Matt made his way back yet, or I don't know. I, on Twitter, he somebody asked him if we will see another match at the Hardy Compound on free the delete, and I I think that was the question, and he said. Most likely, yes, and I wouldn't rule it out on TV either. Ooh, interesting to see what's gonna, where this is gonna go. Yeah. So, and I really liked in this where Matt hit a uh, a backslide pin, and then McIntyre mm-hmm. like rolled through it and reversed it into the the. I'm blanking on the name of his finisher. The and, yeah, oh the DDT. I did that the other day too. I was trying to think of his finisher, and then I oh remember, uh, McIntyre.
0: Oh, I oh, I don't I don't remember. Yeah. Don't it, remember.
1: His the, the double arm butterfly DDT that he does. Yeah. yeah. I, I like that I, spot. I
0: I love that move. I mean, um, it's very similar to the move that um Andrade does. Very similar with the DDT with the hooking of the leg and stuff.
1: Yeah, um Actually, I don't even know I don't, if McIntyre hooks the leg anymore. No, McIntyre grabs both arms to the the butterfly Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But I, I that uh, it, the the DDT is kind of weird to me because he lands the future shock. By the way, he lands uh, on his back, mm-hmm. and so it's like I don't know where that like doesn't that hurt him more than it hurts the opponent? Well, come, come Brandon,
0: come on, don't don't ruin it for everyone. Don't,
1: don't overanalyze. But uh, up next, they were they aired a back, a segment from earlier in the in the day. With Charlotte Flair asking Becky Lynch to be her tag team partner against the Kabuki Warriors, Becky um, maybe stupidly said she's good on that, and then said that she's going to take on Kabuki Warriors on a two and one, two on one handicap match. Yeah, not a good move. So it was any like a, anything you could do, I could do better, sort of thing. Even though Charlotte, like if anything you could do worse, I could do as, just as bad. <laughs> Uh, next matchup, we saw Viking Raiders defeat the Street Profits after I, the Viking Raiders issued an open challenge and put the titles on the line. I thought that this
0: match was actually a lot of fun. Angelo
1: Dawkins rocking that Exploder suplex on Warbeard. It was very strange that I, I would say the, the Street Profits controlled most of the match.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the turning point really happened where, um, um, what is it? Not Dawkins. Uh, Montez. Yeah, Montez kind of got a little bit too... Er- I don't want to say arrogant, but his ego got the best of him when he was battling Warbeard. And where they he started to power up, and then Warbeard just took the advantage of that.
1: There were points in this match that I was like, are they going to, like... Is this going to be a really bad reign for the Viking Raiders? Like, are they going to win the titles right now? I think the big thing to take away is that the Spree Profits have
0: really become a huge staple of this tag team division and how good that they're really doing.
1: Yeah, every time I see them have, like, a really good match on Monday Night Raw, I think back to when we saw them at Evolve. Yeah. I, I, think, I still think that was so cool.
0: I mean, I agree with you.
1: Uh, some things I could do without, though, during this is the, the whole entrance, camera work of their entrance. Because when they're, like, going down to bounce, the camera follows them. Oh. Uh, I, I swear to God, I almost, like, not threw up, but I was so dizzy <laughs> during their entrance.
0: Yeah, no, I could understand what you're saying.
1: I really dislike that. But if Viking Raiders want to ha- have, like, an open challenge every week for the titles, I'm down for that. We, I, we've we never seen, I don't think, a, a an open challenge for a tag title. We've seen it for the U.S. Championship. We've seen it for the IC Championship.
0: Yeah, but... Hey, we'll see what happens, but Seth Rollins interrupting this little, uh, I guess, the Viking Raiders celebration with AOP.
1: they were were showing mutual respect for each other.
0: Yeah, who knows? We were going to maybe uh, do the handshake and stuff, but Seth Rollins interrupting them. And then that led to Seth Rollins calling out Authors of Pain, only for Kevin Owens to come out.
1: Yeah, and again, Kevin Owens accused Seth Rollins of being behind the attack, and uh, AOP pulled Reading. up mm-hmm. Rollins left AOP cuts a promo on the screen and not AOP but Sammy Zayn comes out with Mojo a Smackdown superstar that that may be is Sammy. but Sammy said that he has a managerial license now which I thought was funny and he can Bad. go back and forth between brands mm-hmm. and he wanted Kevin Owens to apologize to Mojo which, yeah. um, well, you know, and
0: he's a he's the liberator.
1: I, I thought this. I thought the end of this segment was funny because Mojo's like, you know, everybody's tough with a pipe in their hand. So Kevin Owens <laughs> goes, "Oh yeah," and tosses the pipe to to Mojo, and hits yeah. him with the stunner. And then Sami Zayn just left, and KO kept beating up Mojo with the pipe.
0: Yeah, it was a good segment, funny segment, but that's only the start of Kevin Owens' night. Yeah. After this, we had Aleister Black pick up the victory over Akira Tozawa. Um I really was a big fan of Tozawa taking the dive to the outside and Black hitting with that jumping knee.
1: Yeah. Um, I, honestly, these matches are really good. I just don't think they're connecting with the the, the crowd or so. Because mm-hmm. I, I just feel like they haven't done anything to build up Tazawa again. Like I say this every week now. And I, I bring back Titus Worldwide.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: That would be nice. Uh, uh, up next, though, they aired a promo for a Liv Morgan makeover. I'm, I, I'm pumped I'm, that she's coming back. I hope it's nothing like Emelina.
0: Too bad it's not for. Uh, with well, the, uh... who
1: knows? Yeah, we don't know. Although it wouldn't really make sense that it's on Raw, being that Bray Wyatt's on SmackDown, but. Hmm. But we'll see. I mean, they they didn't really.
0: Say too much with the promo, but they also kind of showed you that she maybe a little bit there's a little bit of unstability there.
1: There's uh, people definitely pointed something out, and I'll point it out later if I recall, remember. To. All right, uh, but up next,
0: uh, well, imagine imagine if she's the embodiment of no, 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 um,
1: no, 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 Okay, okay. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 puppet but yeah Carrillo picked up oh yeah he had the promo
1: yeah he was being interviewed backstage they aired like a a video package for him like to hype him up and Andrade and Zelina cut the interview off and they get to get into a shoving match which leads into an actual match that being Carrillo going over Almas which um just right off the bat I wish they didn't change Umberto's theme song Mm-hmm. I like the Dali Goss. Maybe they weren't uh, paying for it anymore, though. Yeah. But uh, during this match, uh, Andrade accidentally bumped Zelina Vega off the apron. Yeah. Which uh, then Almas blamed her for their loss, and they yelled at each other, and I really hope this isn't leading to them splitting up.
0: I know. I'm with you. Don't get me wrong. I said the other week about how exci- how I hope that – Vega it has a singles career at some point, but not now, not yet. Like, let's see. You could Andrade still have some- a
1: singles career as Andrade's, like,
0: exactly. I, ho- I hope partner. they do not separate them. But next this, up, this they had- match
1: though was really good, and they yeah. uh they kill it. They should do this every I, week,
0: yeah. Next up, you had Buddy Murphy pick up the victory over Zack Ryder.
1: Um, obviously, it wasn't Hawkins for, for yeah, I guess they look exactly alike, but. <laughs> <laughs> which Murphy attacked Hawkins. But uh, my, really my only complaint here is that I wish it was longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So next up you had
0: Kevin Owens. We go back to him searching for authors of pain. He's backstage. He finds the van that authors of pain arrived in. He opens up the back of the van. Only to see someone sitting in a chair back there. He goes to reach for the chair, but gets attacked from AO by AOP behind. Well, first and he smashed up the van. Yeah, yeah, he smashed up the van. But what a weird but, van. Yeah, but then after what? the attack, I mean, the person spins around in that chair, tosses off that hood, and it's Vince McMahon. No,
1: it's Seth Rollins. Yeah, Seth Rollins revealing himself to be uh, the new higher power. Yeah, very uh Just on a, a very lesser scale. Yeah, pretty and much. And he, he hits, he hits uh, Kevin Owens with that curb stomp, and then – we cut to commercial break. Come back. Seth Rollins comes out to cut a promo in the crowd, um, and he's like, "Why? Why do you? Why do you boo me? I've yeah. done everything right." <laughs> so, and then, and then what I think is interesting is that he said he had absolutely nothing to do with authors of pain attacking Kevin Owens until tonight, until Monday Night Raw, mm-hmm. and now he's aligned with them.
0: Yeah. So he's turned to the dark side.
1: Yeah, and then um, and then we see Kevin Owens loaded into an ambulance, or at least attempting to be loaded into the ambulance, mm-hmm. because they couldn't load him for. I don't I have no idea if they maybe oh. never loaded an ambulance before. But uh, oh. it's funny, Seth Rollins kind of basically dressed like Paul Ellering. I could see that. So it's kind now, of funny based on the AOP's history with.
0: Ah, Ellering. That's true. Next up, you had the Women's Champ, the Raw Women's Champ, Becky Lynch, pick up the victory over the Women's Tag Team Champs, the Kabuki Warriors. By disqualification, Asuka had to get that chair.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, You know, I I thought that this was – it dragged a little bit at the end.
1: It did. I liked, though, during the match when Becky used the Asuka lock on Asuka. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then uh, Kyrie hits the insane elbow through the table. Which was very surprising that Flair didn't like run down to make the save. It, yeah. We didn't see her again until after this segment where Flair went to to Becky in the trainer's room. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't see anything. And Flair like smugly rubbed it in Becky's face for losing. And There's, then uh, then she Flair leaves the, the room and we see her walking down a corridor and Kabuki Warriors attack Flair. I thought we were gonna see Becky make the save there, and we didn't see that.
0: No, but then they end up meeting up in the uh, the trainer's office, being like, "All right,
1: not do they did meet up."
0: Well, then, I mean, I they were Kab-
1: both Kabuki Warriors. Just made the challenge, though.
0: No, yeah, that's true. That's true. All
1: right, so Kabuki Which, Warriors uh, challenge them. It's still absurd that, like, I mean, Corey Graves hit it right on the nose that Flair shouldn't be in the tag team division, and then Flair goes and says, "I don't want to be in the tag division. I want to be a singles competitor." And like, look at shoot, her in the tag team shoot, division. Shoot says it. Yeah, and then yeah. Eh, that's what can you life. do? Yeah, hopefully yeah. they don't win on Sunday. Yeah, but what
0: about this OC promo? Yeah,
1: cutting a promo on the Viking Raiders and Randy Orton and uh, AJ Styles said that if Randy Orton gets involved in their match later on, in his match later on, I should say he's going to uh, you know maybe end Randy Orton's career. Should be interesting. But uh, next match we saw Eric Rowan defeat an enhancement talent, which I I. This was like completely like a one hundred and eighty from normal enhancement talent matches that we've ever seen.
0: Yeah, I've I didn't even think about something like this for a moment. I was just like, "Wait, is he going to get back in the ring?"
1: Yeah, the enhancement talent during the match uh, grabs, goes out of the ring, runs with the uh, cage, leaves it all the way at the top of the stage, get goes back to the to the ring, which we didn't see. While Rowan ran out to check on the cage, almost getting counted out. I thought it was a really good, like, switch-up of uh, standard enhancement talent squash matches.
0: I I agree. I didn't like that the ref had to call for the bell, though. I mean, I kind of wish that he hit the third one and then just covered him.
1: Yeah. But that's also, that goes to, like, the whole, like... Because he wasn't following the referee's rules, maybe enhancement talent should have won.
0: That's the thing. Like, did enhancement talent win by? Uh, I think disqualification? it was just ref
1: stoppage. I don't.
0: Which is, wouldn't that be disqualification? Either no, was, I think it was just ref
1: stoppage that the guy was passed out.
0: Yeah, but isn't? I don't. I think that it was ref stoppage because Eric Rowan didn't stop.
1: Yeah, a, I don't know
0: I, I, I don't know which way to view that, but all up, right, next next up. very confusing to
1: me. Yeah. Street Profits did a segment called the Monday after weekend update, which was a uh, an SNL weekend update parody. I loved it. I did not like this
0: at all. Really, I thought that this was a great way to highlight the upcoming pay per view, and I hope that we get more of it. It reminded me of like when they did the recaps of like of uh, who used to do it, Finkel uh, or whoever, like Vince McMahon, Todd Pettingill. like whenever they would do the advertisements for the or Mean Gene for the advertisements for the upcoming pay per view. That's how I viewed this, and I, I really, really liked it. You didn't thought, like
1: it? No, I thought there was a much better way to do it than weekend update. Come on. I thought it was pretty. It's very cool. much so clear. Like it, even the like it's just it's straight up it's like a, to the point where it's not even a parody. No, oh, well, I mean they're using a set that's basically the same set. Nah. I I think there's like more creative ways about going about it.
0: I think it's better than how they were doing it just standing backstage. But uh, okay, I see what you're saying. Uh, Maybe they could have come up with a different backdrop.
1: No, because I like the backstage ones way more than I would have ever liked the Weekend Update gimmick. All right. To well, me, like, if, if Weekend Update was, like, no longer a thing, then mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. But it's literally on TV every week. Yeah. For the season, at least.
0: All right. I see what you're saying.
1: I uh, see what main, you're event, main event, we saw Rey Mysterio... Defending and successfully retaining the U.S. Championship over AJ Styles, um, Gallows and Anderson tried to get involved, and Rey Mysterio surprisingly took them out. Uh, but this was a really good match. And I thank God Rey Mysterio didn't get hurt from what looked like was supposed to be the the middle rope Styles clash.
0: Yeah, this was. It is funny in my notes I put Styles Clash botch from middle rope in in bold. I put in caps. I put middle rope because I, was about I knew to say that, in
1: bold. How do you?
0: I, I did it in Cabos because I knew for a fact if I said from the top rope,
1: you would have have you been pissed. I would have been. Yeah. Pissed.
0: <laughs> yeah. So but. All right. So it was a good match. But Orton, wow, was it a close call?
1: Orton snuck into the ring, by the way, to distract AJ Styles. And that's how Mysterio wins. Yeah. And, he, and Orton, oh, didn't, is this what Orton were... didn't get involved. He didn't physically get involved. Right. He Well, yes. Mentally, a- AJ, bust, AJ
0: caught him before he was able to hit the RKO.
1: Well, he didn't even touch him, though.
0: Exactly. Well, like, assuming that Orton was going to go for
1: an RKO, yeah,
0: yeah, he kind of, like, busted him before he even got into the ring, leading to Rey Mysterio getting the pin. But what a close call. Like, you had the copyright on the screen as they announced Rey Mysterio as the winner.
1: See, that's what – it's annoying to me because, like, when we had 11.05, it could sometimes go to 11.30. Hmm. Uh,
0: I don't think that they would ever do that anymore. It makes no they, sense. I don't think they've done that in a
1: long time. Uh, yeah. Which I just I don't understand why this the strict cutoff.
0: They probably have. I mean, it's USA Network with the tel- with probably something else lined up
1: with a rerun.
0: I don't know. No, no, with something else lined up. I don't know what
1: it's it comes. It's always on a that. rerun. It's not. There's nothing new after Raw. Nah. I never I'm understand that. It's like. It's like not to go back to SNL, but when I watch SNL, like they they roll the credits and sometimes they just cut it so short, and it's like you it's your you basic. Lauren Michaels basically owns the network. He's got dozens of shows on that channel, mm-hmm. and you just cut it off. I don't understand. Nah, but I I I, I have no idea. I don't like the the cutoff thing, and I kind of miss the eleven oh five. Nah. Uh, just to touch on NXT real quick, Angel Garza defeated Leo Rush to become the new Cruiserweight Champion. Wow, which I was very surprised about. I wasn't expecting Rush to to lose that. Yeah, um, and I was also it's surprising to me because I would have 100% banked on Humberto Carrillo winning a title before he he did.
0: I mean, Humberto Carrillo hasn't even won a match on the main stage yet.
1: That's not. That can't be true.
0: Yeah, I think he's winless.
1: There's no way. There's absolutely no way.
0: Unless he got that victory over AJ Styles,
1: Umberto Carrillo is definitely. There's no way he didn't have any ma- matches that he's won. We'll have to look into it. Uh, but but he after the match, uh, Angel Garza proposed to his uh, his girlfriend. Fiance. Yeah, his now yeah. fiance.
0: If you're curious, she did say yes. Yeah,
1: David, uh, there's but, there's tons of matches that Umberto won.
0: Any singles?
1: Yeah, last week even, or
0: what about before or, last, last
1: week? Last month, I mean, it wasn't last week. All right. well then yeah, um, last no, yeah, um, Umberto defeated Andrade on the ninth November eighteenth. Umberto defeated Carl. Kelly. Carl. Carl.
0: All right, so I stand corrected, but on to some SmackDown.
1: Oh, also Check also uh Finn Balor is going to be facing Adam Cole next week for the NXT Championship. Check it and out. And also uh this week uh the the NXT ratings tied with AEW and somehow AEW fans still managed to find a way to say that AEW had the better ratings. <laughs> ah. They they literally tied and they're like ah oh, we we got the demographic yeah <laughs> whatever it's, it's but... bizarre but yeah on to smackdown barrett corbin and dolph ziggler opened up the show uh basically running down roman reigns putting corbin over which i thought was too long of a promo for me yeah i, I thought so too then new day finally came out cuts them off and then also for me went on too long but Kofi Kingston ends up slapping Corbin. It led to a match later on in the night. Um, after this, we see Corbin and Ziggler walking around backstage where Corbin's security was taken out all over the locker room, all the backstage areas, places, all signs point to yeah Roman Reigns. Uh, first match of the evening I thought was supposed to be a singles match. Uh, Mandy Rose was in the ring with Sonya Deville. And they cut backstage to Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross doing an interview, and Fire and Desire ran back there and attacked them.
0: I'm I loved it. I don't I think re- I
1: don't think we've ever seen something like that before. We've
0: we've never seen that done before. I mean, especially because they had their entrance, they had yeah, their music playing there in the ring.
1: Yeah, they were literally out there for a match. and Ran backstage to attack them. I love it, and then fought fought to the the arena's bowl and. Uh, so, the
0: one thing I hate about this is that they lost.
1: Well, I understand that they lost due to uh Alexa Bliss's return, but Alexa Bliss wasn't even the person that picked up the victory here.
0: No, Nikki Cross. But I think And then the uh,
1: camera missed the finish. Exactly, but I
0: really wish that Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville would get a little bit more credit with this. Like, you know, they haven't picked up the victory in a very long time.
1: Yeah, and honestly not much took place during
0: this match. No, it, we like fire and desire need Right, fire and desire. Yeah, they need to pick up a victory. If not, it's not gonna. There's nothing really to solidify them in this tag team division. They need a victory, bad. And I mean, at least in my eyes, they do. Yeah. But next up, you had a backstage segment where Sami Zayn is confronted by heavy machinery.
1: I wouldn't say confronted. He got oh, yeah. he got chosen in the Secret Santa gimmick. That's true, that's true. Which he was given a ham, and Sammy said it's literally the worst gift he's ever gotten because he's a vegan.
0: And he, he's also
1: Muslim. Which I guess the internet, like, hardcore complained about.
0: Yeah, but realistically, if he wasn't okay with it, he wouldn't be in it.
1: Also, who's to say it was an actual ham? Or an actual ham?
0: I don't know, it looked delicious, though.
1: Um, But Sammy Zayn's impression of Otis was hilarious. Uh-huh. And then uh, Cesaro and Nakamura showed up. And the ham ended up on the floor, which That's I personally awesome. I personally don't eat ham. But I I never understand how they waste so much food in that company. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll never understand. Just get some dummy food. Like there has to I, be some sort of like way to make something look like ham.
0: I'm more offended that they have a ham, a beautiful looking glazed ham, hit the floor than cake.
1: No, uh, I'm definitely more offended. I saw pictures of. Uh, Taylor Swift eating cake, I guess, backstage at Jingle Ball. And it's like, damn it. <laughs> like, I, I feel like if it's a birthday celebration, you come in, they give you a cake. They give you a piece of cake or something. Or, Br- Br- or they, they sell like a mini cake, a birthday cake or something.
0: You, you don't care about being with Taylor Swift at that moment. You just wanted to taste the cake.
1: Yeah, I'd rather have. I mean, not rather, but yeah, it'd be, <laughs> I, I'd be cool to eat cake to eat. I mean, it'd be cool to eat cake with Taylor Swift, but, <laughs> but you, you just want to eat cake. Period. But yeah, like if I see a picture, I know I'm not going to be be meeting Taylor Swift again. I I would rather just eat the cake.
0: <laughs> so there you go. Brandon loves cake, but it's who like, doesn't? Yeah, cake is great. So next up, you had the revival pick up the victory over Mustafa Ali and Shorty G, but this work, entrance,
1: worker shoot. I oh. can't tell. I literally have no idea
0: because he I, because he I stayed ha- there. I've only seen pictures of it. I haven't actually seen the full clip of it.
1: I don't understand how it could happen. Like, why was Dash Wilder coming out backwards? I think he sometimes does. I, I, I don't – I'll have to, like, watch an actual revival entrance because I don't know why he'd be coming out backwards. But, yeah, he trips over it and then uh, laughs and stays on the floor and he goes, Dawson. And Dawson turns around and they he like, he, he's like, get up. and <laughs> He gets up and they, like, do a, a, a hand slap or whatever. But um, I, I really enjoyed this match. This was
0: probably my favorite match of the week.
1: I liked uh, Ali and Gable. They did like dual rolling sentons. Uh, Gable did it off the apron, and um, and Ali did it from the top turnbuckle.
0: Yeah, this was definitely my favorite match of the of the week. This was so. This was uh, that's, so. That's because
1: you don't watch NXT.
0: Uh, yeah i didn't get a chance to this week but this was so much fun to watch
1: um but and also i typically dislike when like they disregard the rules in a tag what, match with
0: like, with like the tag string
1: yeah well not even the tag string the tag rope by the way uh yeah, just it's... just the fact that they're like the the five counts and everything else like if i'm going to complain about it with with AEW, i'd complain about it here but which jericho also big time complained about Mm-hmm. I heard him on a podcast saying it, but uh, but I didn't mind it as much here because it it led to the ladder match on Sunday. Like Dash hits the the splash on Chad Gable after he hits the Chaos Theory, and then Ali hits the four fifty on Dash. Mm-hmm. But it's it just it's it's the it's like the chaos that can happen in a ladder match, so it works into the. Into the feud for me. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Uh, Backstage, Bailey was being interviewed by Kayla and uh, spoke about Lacey Evans and also said Sasha Banks is off recording a uh, rap album, which I don't know if that's true or not, but should be interesting. But she was cut off in the background of Elias playing guitar with Dana Brooke. And then Elias, uh, she, she... confronts him, says, like, I'm doing an interview, I'm the champion, blah, blah. How dare you to be disrespectful? And he reveals that he got Bailey in the Secret Santa gimmick. And then he sings her a song, which was quite
0: bizarre. I agree. This was a very risky song. Risky or risque? Risque, I guess.
1: I don't think this should have been a thing at all. I don't I mean like I'm not prude or anything, but it was quite it was quite strange. It was about Elias not wanting to have a threesome with Bailey and Sasha. Yeah, I, I and thought how Bailey they, looks like a dude. Like, what's the yeah the,
0: the threesome mention? I was just like, I, I, I don't think that that had to be mentioned. I don't think
1: yeah, him saying Bailey looks like a dude. What what is that
0: about? Yeah, I, I'm confused by it. And then she I challenged. Did, I did, I did, then did, she
1: challenged Dana.
0: I did like the inter- the little small. Back and forth, they're like, Bailey's just like, it's an awful awful song. And he was just like, it's great. Or like, what are they were saying underneath their breaths as it was cutting off of them? I thought that was actually pretty funny. But yeah, this led into Bailey picking up the victory over Dana Brooke. I will admit, Dana Brooke
1: has improved. Yeah, it's crazy how much she's improved since her main roster debut. And then she's been kept off TV all those months. And then, like, where's she been? She's been out probably training. Mm-hmm. After this, we see another Seamus promo, which I don't think we're going to get an explanation as to why the Bar is no longer a team.
0: Yeah, I think that if anything, we're going to see a reunite of them reunited at like a Royal Rumble. You know, uh, like where they're both fe- where they both end up facing each other, like face to face, and every the crowd goes crazy, and then the everybody behind them attacks the two of them to kind of like end it. I, I
1: don't, I can't even like picture who. Um, Seamus's first feud is going to be. So I was watching this promo, and I couldn't help but realize I'm such a huge Sheamus
0: fan. Like, he really has such a great career in the WWE. Uh, He's like a born and bred WWE superstar. And... What do you mean born and bred? Well, I mean, like, he he was brought up through their system. And he's never left for other places. He's had a steady career with them. I... He's definitely a Hall of Famer. Um and I really hope that we get another Seamus championship run. Would you agree that he's a
1: Hall of Famer? Uh yeah, certainly. Well, certainly. What a stupid <laughs> idiot. Like why would I say certainly like that? <laughs> but yes, I, know, but this... I, I agree that Seamus is definitely not like anytime soon, but definitely in the oh, future.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Obviously um, because it can't be in the past.
0: Well, this led well this didn't lead into it, but the next segment. The Next segment, though, Firefly Funhouse. Uh, well,
1: no, before
0: that, yeah, the the Mizanians. What Mizanans, yeah, I don't know why Miz
1: was being interviewed by Renee Young at Miz's house. uh, All right, which she asked why he cares so much about Daniel Bryan. They brought up talking smack. Then he said he may not like Daniel Bryan, but he respects him, which I thought they were past the whole like Daniel Bryan and Miz not liking each other?
0: I thought so too, but before he even continue with this. Something that grinded my gears was that first they did the little um before they cut to them. They showed Renee Young getting set up and the Miz getting set up and getting prepared to read like they were Renee Young was preparing her lines and stuff like that and then they could, could um excuse me. They cut to uh, commercial and then they come back and then in the corner, it says previously recorded. Oh. It's like, like they, they were telling you that they were going live over to them and they were showing them set up. And then in the actual clip of it, it said previously recorded. Oh, I didn't notice that. I'm, I may be totally wrong, but I'm almost certain that it said previously recorded in the corner of it after that. And I was just like, wait, you were just trying to tell me that it was live and now you're telling me it was previously recorded.
1: What is it? Well, in any case, Renee asks Miz about uh Bray Wyatt and if he's afraid of Bray Wyatt. And before he can answer, Maurice starts yelling for Miz and she shows him uh what is it, a baby monitor? Yeah. A really nice baby monitor. <laughs> one that of...
0: one that Jamie probably has. <laughs>
1: this is probably like 90 90 inches (laughs) (laughs) but uh it shows monroe on the camera playing with firefly funhouse characters which was very weird um and then i would never never place any baby in that sort of a position Dude, and then they. She's like, I think she's just about to be one, or just over the the age of one. And then they uh, they run into her room. Are you are you okay? Are you okay? They pick her up, um, and she has a, a doll there with the fiend's mask on it. Which I do remember to bring it up. Maybe there is a connection with Liv Morgan. Exactly, I'm saying. I still, who
0: knows? But uh, that would, like, maybe I, Morgan is the embodiment of that
1: doll. Um, but I, I do have to say, A plus acting from Monroe Sky, <laughs> dude. I said uh, I see the exact same thing in my notes. Acting skills
0: like a pro, pointing to the puppets. How Already, ready, ready? Already a better promo cutter than
1: Charlotte. How? <laughs> I mean she didn't cut a promo but still How, how are did, acting better <laughs> How on earth did you get a one year old To act like that
0: Dude she is going places The acting the pointing To the doll
1: I was like wow. I, I wow. went on Twitter after that After I finally <laughs> watched this and looked up Monroe Sky just to see if Like that was a hundred percent her Yeah And people like tons of people were like Give her an Emmy give her an Oscar it's just like, I don't know. I was very impressed by, Yo, by Maxwell, her one-year-old skills.
0: Maxwell, got to step your game up. You know? <laughs> but uh, Maxwell, Maxwell.
1: This this gets cut off by an episode of the Firefly Funhouse, which Bray had the, the doll that Monroe had in her crib. And then uh, he told Miz that he could train himself to not feel pain and love, and all he has to do is let him in.
0: I thought it was
1: great. And then he put over Marine Five, which is funny because like not not only is is I mean not is not only are Miss and Maurice in the film, but so is Bo Dallas.
0: That's funny. Yeah. Uh, well, it was definitely a good segment. Next up, you had Shinsuke Nakamura. I thought, by the
1: way, I thought you were gonna like tear the segment apart when you were like raw, 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 before the show. I was like. <laughs> I thought you were gonna now, say you hated it or or something. No, I saw I, one person on Twitter saying, "Oh, don't have your children in a position like that." Blah, blah. No, like, I love it. What are they gonna do with a doll? Like, what are they?
0: Dude, no that that pointing put it. I mean, come on. Yeah, she's going to that, WrestleMania, dude. Solid pointing skills, right there. We, I have to talk to Chris. Maybe we can get her pointed to the WrestleMania sign. They had that, a,
1: uh, they had an iHeart Radio, uh, f- a bunch of them in the like the stands. Not in the stands, uh-huh. but like how a WrestleMania sign would be. Yeah. I, I wanted so bad to take a picture of me pointing at it, but I was like, eh, this is stupid.
0: <laughs> it should've. Eh, it's pretty stupid. Live for the Morm uh moment. Live, Live for the-,
1: the Mormon. Live for the Morgan. <laughs> up next, Shinsuke Nakamura teamed up with uh which by the way annoyed me because my uh my Alexa doesn't pronounce Shinsuke right.
0: What did she say? Shinsuke. Shinsuke. Shinsuke that's yeah. that's how that's how I used to pronounce his well, that's name that's how we all used to pronounce his name. actually yeah I was, I was gonna say that too but I was just like eh, I'll just take it so yeah
1: Nakamura teamed up with Cesaro to defeat Heavy Machinery which was like a it was a standard tag match fun spots with Heavy Machinery um I just I don't like that Nakamura's in a tag team yeah he's the IC champion when's he defending the title I know how could he be defending the title if he's just wrestling in tag team matches yeah Uh, But up next, Kofi Kingston was supposed to be facing, well, did face Baron Corbin, but it ended in a no contest, which uh, made absolutely no sense to me. You had Corbin's security surrounding the ring. Ziggler, at one point, grabs Kofi Kingston's leg in front of the referee. He gets tossed from ringside. He goes all the way to the back, and then not even a second goes by. He runs back down ringside, attacks Big E, and the ref calls for the bell. Yeah, I don't understand. Big E and Dolph Ziggler were not in the match. They didn't touch anybody. Why? Why did that get a DQ or why did that get a no contest? Uh, it was very quick, but it led to and, into the and tag then Big E match. makes a challenge for a tag match. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't
0: realize like uh, how big Baron Corbin was. Like how like, tall? How tall he is? Yeah, six foot eight. That's that's pr- I never realized that before, for some reason. Yeah. But yeah, this led into the matchup, and
1: I thought it was a good tag team match. Yeah, New Day picks up the victory via disqualification because Baron Corbin handcuffed Kofi Kingston. hmm And then yeah, the- Kofi tried to to fight out of it, and Corbin gra- uh, joined in, and yeah, they set they- up Kofi like Roman Reigns last week on the ring post. The Revival ran out, hit, took out Big E. They had the dog food gimmick, and Roman Reigns came out. He took out all the security, Revival and uh, Dolph Ziggler as well, and then Corbin uh, kind of got the upper hand, but then Reigns got the upper hand, blah, 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 back and forth. <laughs> Went to use the scepter, got hit with a sick super kick by Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Uh, and then Revival held Roman Reigns on the commentary table while Dolph Ziggler climbed up the ladder. Big E takes out Revival. Reigns ends up climbing up the ladder. Toss Ziggler off. Not not a great go-home show to TLC, but... not a, I, I, I thought it was a good go-home show. I don't think so. I don't think they did enough to build up on Raw or SmackDown. It's literally the last pay-per-view of the decade. Mm-hmm. And it's just like an afterthought pay-per-view.
0: I don't know. I didn't mind it. I thought SmackDown was a
1: lot more fun to watch than Monday Night Raw. Um, but I, I didn't mind it. It's not, a, I'm not saying it's a bad episode of SmackDown. It just wasn't, uh, not, it didn't scream TLC to me. Okay. I could see that. Um, I mean, we're going to see this. What match is the Corbin match? A TLC match, which means makes no sense. I still don't get it. Yeah. But, uh, that SmackDown, some quick outside the ring stuff. You got, uh, some unfortunate for me, at least you'll probably praise it releases uh Luke Harper, The Ascension and Sin Cara were released last week which it's it sucks um but I really do hope like the I don't see it happening but I think the next AEW champion should be Brody Lee.
0: 100%. I agree with you. I think that Brody Lee should definitely be the next AEW champion. I think it would be a I mean three uh they got the 90-day clause. Where does that bring us? 90 March. days. March, so right around WrestleMania weekend, maybe hold them off until it's WrestleMania, not Week.
1: WrestleMania weekend. but April. You you know? Yeah.
0: April, hold them off for a month and I, have a win at WrestleMania weekend. I think that would be huge.
1: I would also like to see, yeah, but that's assuming AEW is running Tampa.
0: I could only imagine that they will. They would be. I think that they would be stupid not to run yes, an event a so. weekend. Which,
1: by the way, have you seen pictures of the attendance at AEW? I was shocked. I couldn't. I thought yeah. that was. I could not believe that was that.
0: Yeah, totally going down. And it's
1: so weird because if you watch it on TV, you don't. I. I mean, they used to pan over the crowd where you see a bunch of empty seats, but they stopped doing that. Mm-hmm. And I, I would have never known that half that arena wasn't full this past yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, I like you know, this past Wednesday's episode I really I enjoyed it. People were saying pay per view quality. I don't that's not a, a thing I'm mm-hmm. crossing out there. There were some things that I didn't like, but like out uh, the, the last match I thought was completely unnecessary, and I think they kinda did that because WWE has TLC on Sunday. Yeah. A Texas Street House where their focus is on tables and ladders and mm-hmm. come on. But uh I would also hope for the Ascension to be picked up by AEW. I don't know if they're in ring shape still or whatnot, but I'm.
0: I don't know. They were. I'm... They were
1: literally the longest reigning tag team champions in NXT history, still to this day. And they they were brought up to the main roster. Um, they faced off against uh, Miz and Mizdow, and then by the, the 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 month after that, they had the Raw reunion or whatever. They're getting squashed by APA new age outlaws nwo i'm not a i i
0: all right so Cara and brody lee they both asked for their releases okay so they were granted Sankara, um i i it seems like sinkara wants to go fight for del rio's promotion which is uh, what like mma or what yeah Lesson, i think or? i think he wants to do mma from what i was reading on the sheets i think he wants to do mma with del rio's promotion uh, Brody Lee, I would love AEW Ascension. I'm good on. I just, right. I think that there was a lot of wrestlers that could have been included on this release list. I don't
1: you know? see. I, I would never say that though, and I, I don't. I don't. I still don't think so because you you never know. Like, it's I think good. G- it's G- good, but it's good to have like these cast of people to, to put out there. Sometimes Primo, it's not. Primo it's not always Ep- going to be the same thing over and over again. Primo and Epico could have been added. But. I I don't see. That's the weirdest thing is that. Primo and Epico, I don't – for the – we have not seen them on TV in almost a year or just over a year. Exactly. Where so prior to out. that, it had also been a year. They've been working the, the World Wrestling Council in Puerto Rico for their father and, and uncle. But it's the weirdest thing like – and then all of a sudden we get the, the, the news. Primo is suspended for 30 days due to the wellness policy. Mm-hmm. As is Robert Roode.
0: Yeah, a huge uh
1: Which nothing more came out, I don't believe. So it's no, still
0: what? No, they 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 put it off as if it was an injury to Rude.
1: Well, yes, WWTV T V did, but like specifically like more on why they were suspended, nothing I don't think is out there, which it could just be as much as them missing the the test.
0: Mm hmm. So, yeah, I'm not too sure.
1: Uh but they announced the First two inductees to the WWE Hall of Fame for 2020, um, which I guess they had to. They wanted, I guess, to maybe have it like almost instantly sell out-ish mm-hmm. uh, because it's in Tampa. But uh, they announced Batista and the NWO consisting of Hulk, Hogan, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and X-Pac, which is now two times for each of them. Very strange that Bischoff's not included here. Yeah, that is yeah. I think the giant could have been included here. He,
0: had I, DiBiase? I,
1: he was in he wasn't in there for as long as everyone else was, but like if you're going based off length, I mean Buff Bagwell and Scott Norton, and I even Virgil, I think, Vincent might have been in the NWO longer. Mm-hmm. So it's really weird that they chose those specific four. I don't know if they, like, if they chose X-Pac just so it could be, like, once he, like, maybe gets inducted as the first three-time Hall of Famer as the one two three kid. He's literally been in one, two, three times.
0: I mean, he he said that he doesn't want to be inducted on his own.
1: Yeah, but they, he said
0: that he doesn't think he should.
1: I 100% disagree with that. He should 100% be inducted on his own. Yeah, I think so, too. Um... But then it's like X Pac is already in the Hall of Fame. Do you give him as Sean Waltman or do you give him as. Although, I don't know. In this, they called him Sean Waltman. So they didn't even no. say Six Pac. No. So I don't know where that's going to lead to. Maybe uh, Eric Bischoff will induct them. Batista said that he, he wants um, Fit Finley to induct him.
0: I thought that was really cool. Really surprising
1: to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of those things, like backstage workings that we don't really like. Normally, you hear finn, uh not finn, finn Finley works with the uh, with this, the women. Yeah, women, yeah. But very cool, and uh, it's it's just it's weird because um as far as I think I think Batista, as far as I can remember at least Batista might be the first Ruthless Aggression era debut. Hmm. To be inducted. If you don't want to count Uh, Goldberg, (laughs) because Goldberg technically debuted in WWE in the Ruthless Aggression era. Yeah, very interesting. But not, I mean, come on, Goldberg had that WCW career. Yeah. So it it should be interesting to see who else goes in. I'm still, I mean, long overdue is Christian. Long overdue is William Regal. Molly Holly. um, Yeah. Only time will
0: tell. Uh, Yeah,
1: and then uh, speaking of time, we'll tell Joaquin Wilde made his return after a a while out of the ring due to injury. He made his return, though, to 205 Live, defeated an enhancement talent, which uh, I I just wish he would drop the the air horn gimmick, Mm -hmm. the the DJ, DJ Z gimmick. I'm not familiar with it. What do you mean you're not familiar with it? I know DJ Z,
0: but I'm not familiar with the other wrestler.
1: The, the one other that you just wrestler is DJ Z.
0: No, no. The one that... Oh, oh, oh. It's the same person. Huh. Cool. Gotcha. Roger that. Anything else? Oh, boy.
1: Yeah, and then uh, there's a new ROH champion.
0: Yeah. PCO defeated Roosh. I still say Rush, but Roosh. Yeah pco is the champion awesome stuff you know what a time to be in that pco is actually ring of honor champ
1: it's weird because i thought he was already ring of honor champion
0: what what you thought he was just ring of honor champ or
1: like a tag team no like i legit thought he already had won the the (laughs) roh championship but i guess not at all that's funny but yeah what a what a year for pco I'm I'm a big, I'm a fan of it. I think
0: that that's awesome, you know, very cool, and we hope him the best. Hopefully we they hope do something. The I best. mean Ring Ring of Honor. I I don't know. Ring of Honor has really dropped off big time. So hopefully this will give a little bit of yeah, steam. To they them.
1: they lost a lot after the, after that G one Supercard Show.
0: Yeah, we'll their, see what their they, their
1: yeah. peak highlight of their career is going to be. Madison Square Garden. That's it. Yeah, I agree. I don't don't think we're getting a boom period after uh, AEW form. so.
0: No, not at all.
1: But, uh, Brandon, got any shout-outs? This is Yoda, and listening to Brandon's shout-outs, you are. First shout-out goes to Carol Spinney. Uh, He unfortunately passed away this week. Um, Most famous as the original puppeteer and voices for Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch. Um, I always yeah. wanted to meet him, but I never did. He, he did the, they did like the Sesame street 50th anniversary, like a reunion thing at the eternal con this past year mm-hmm. at the Coliseum. And I was hoping that they would do it again at, at the, uh, I was going to say the garden, but at uh New York comic con, but they didn't. And I was, it was disappointing. Yeah. But I, I did see him perform as Oscar the Grouch in 2009. Mm -hmm. at madison square garden for pete Seeger's 90th birthday party so that was cool um second shout out goes to ghostbusters afterlife you see the trailer uh yeah i i'm a fan i'm interested i uh yeah i think it looks good i don't have any complaints about it um but i mean for the most part i like the previous ghostbusters movie that this one completely negates nope which i thought was funny yeah but did you see that ghostbusters film
0: yeah, I couldn't get through all of it.
1: I don't know why. I, I tried. Didn't, I didn't I don't know, I didn't dislike it, but this one uh this one is good. I didn't I had no idea Paul Rudd was about to be in this film. I didn't so, know that either. So as soon as he came on the screen I was like, What? Paul Rudd's in a Ghostbusters film? And then it's the what is the granddaughter?
0: Yeah, I guess so.
1: So I'm I'm looking forward to it. It looks good. Um the last shout out goes to TLC two thousand and twelve. The one that we went to at Barclays Center. It's pretty. Uh, it's cool to see how far WWE's come since then. I mean, for yeah. that, that we had a like a quick Santa's helper divas gimmick. Yeah, they it made wild. I mean, even take the Shield for instance. That was, I believe, their first match on the the main roster for TV. Yeah, no, it was. Now they've all gone on to have. I mean, some. I guess you would definitely say Hall of Fame careers by them. Bigger and better things. Yeah. Um, which I just, I wish they would explain where Dean Ambrose is, but... You, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and then also my campaign, not that it worked, but I was pushing very hard leading to that view to see Brooklyn Brawler wrestler. And you're like, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. And then it happened. Yeah. Which, uh, that led me to think, why did Brooklyn Brawler wear a New York Yankees uh, shirt
0: because that's what he always does yeah but but brooklyn yeah but he's his yank he's yankees dude
1: yeah but they're from the bronx yeah so why like why would he,
0: why uh, would he move be called? on it just didn't move make sense. On. also what he else? wore he
1: wore a brooklyn nets jersey when we saw him not a yankees gimmick but uh those are my shout outs and i i think we probably should have done this first i don't know why i forgot that
0: yeah, what about predictions?
1: <laughs> yeah, I definitely forgot this, so we'll move back a step to Minneapolis, Minnesota at the Target Center. WWE has TLC, the last pay-per-view of the year, last pay-per-view of the decade. Uh, They don't have any uh, matches that are announced at the kickoff show, but I'm assuming maybe we'll see the Viking Raiders match. Um, probably. Or actually maybe imagine. Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy. Who knows? We'll we'll start predictions. We'll take Viking Raiders versus a team that uh, to be decided for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships, I'm going to go with Viking Raiders. Um, I'm going to go with Viking Raiders. Yeah. Uh, in a, a tables match that I couldn't care less about. We have Rusev de- uh, defeating versus Bobby Lashley. It'd be stupid if Rusev lost this, so I'm going to say Rusev. Yeah, it's got to be Rusev. We got Aleister Black versus Buddy Murphy. I am going to say Buddy Murphy, even though I know Aleister Black will probably win. Yeah, I'm going Aleister Black. You just won the pay-per-view. We have <laughs> The Miz versus Daniel, not Daniel Bryan, versus Bray Wyatt. It says it's just a singles match. I thought it was definitely for the title.
0: Um, That's kind of I annoying. I think it's for the title, but I'm going with uh, Bray Wyatt.
1: That's really annoying. I thought it was a ladder match for the WWE championship. Mm. That's actually nope. really annoying. Well, who are you getting though? Well, yeah, who I'm you going to getting... say Bray Wyatt, and I'm right. assuming we'll see the new Daniel Bryan here. Yeah, or the newest.
0: It, is Daniel he going to be hairless on the head, or is he going to be chi- uh, what? beardless? That's what are we going to see?
1: That's still the head. I don't know where you're going with that hairless gimmick. <laughs> well, <laughs> the top of his head or the chin? <laughs> oh my, Scott which one yeah. <laughs> the we have for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships a TLC match Kabuki Warriors defending the titles against Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair uh, against my better judgment I'm going to say Kabuki Warriors
0: I'm going to I'll follow suit Kabuki Warriors I don't know if they'll be able to get along
1: uh I just I hope not have a bad feeling and then in 2 weeks they have a uh, cage match at the Garden yeah. For the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships, you have a ladder match. New Day taking on The Revival. I guess this was supposed to be Ziggler and uh, Rude, but Robert got suspended. So, Revival step in. I am going to say New Day.
0: Hmm. I'm going to say... Who is it against again? Uh, The Revival. I'm
1: going to go with... Hmm. Hmm. I'll go with New Day. And in what is probably the main event, you have a TLC match for nothing. Not a contract, not a title, not a crown, not a King Corbin versus Roman Reigns. I'm going to say Roman Reigns. Yeah, it's. I'd be surprised if
0: Roman Reigns didn't come out of this as the winner. So I'm going Roman Reigns.
1: It's like, it just, I don't, it's so, such a useless match. Yeah. Like, at least when we saw the TLC pay-per-view, the, the main event, it was a ladder match, but it was for the, the Money in the Bank contract.
0: Yeah. I, I agree. Uh, I, I don't, uh, I don't
1: get it. Um,
0: that's all right. But, those are our, our predictions, and now it's time for our
1: our mark out moment of the week what's uh, your mark out for i'm gonna say first the fact that i think vicky guerrero is doing commentary for aw dark next week mm, yeah yeah I, I popped when i saw that online i thought that it's pretty cool also pop that sean stasiak was backstage <laughs> <laughs> but uh do you have any mark out moments
0: um i marked out for uh for that tag team match with um with revival. I I thought that that was really a, a lot of fun. I thought that was a great match. Um yeah, that that's my mark out moment of the week, Who's
1: that. Well, outside, I guess I've seen Taylor Swift again, but uh an actual like return to WWE that first time on WWE television in 7 or 8 years, John Morrison was on the bump this week. Not that that's on television, but Mm -hmm. it's on the internet still for WWE, but they surprised him with a video from Al Snow, which I popped big time for because he was, uh, on Tough Enough. And then they surprised, uh, they surprised him with Miz. So I popped for that with the, the Miz and Morrison reunion. That's pretty cool. And they spoke about the dirt sheet and everything and all these other things that were funny. So yeah. People should watch The the Bump.
0: I, I saw clips of it, and there was something that took place that... Oh, yeah, it was the Morrison stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I like that show. It just sucks. It's on 10 oh, a.m. I I, mar-
0: I... Well, not a mark out. I guess marked. Uh, I was watching the backstage episode with CM Punk, um, King Corbin, and Paige. Uh, they were doing like a uh, Jeopardy kind of a deal. Oh, my God. I thought that that was oh my that was God. that was that was great, but I am so
1: disappointed, dude. In- I was literally yelling at this screen. How do you not know Bob Backlund? Bob Backlund. How do you not? And not one of them answered that correctly. I know. Um, Ric Flair. I, I forget the other answers.
0: Um, and even Flair. even the
1: the WrestleMania six question where they they I forget who which one of them said Sergeant Slaughter but it's like
0: I think that was Punk.
1: It's it's punk said, so bizarre that was like so bizarre seeing CM Punk. Oh Rick was.
0: Rick Rick Flair you think you just said Ric Flair was an answer? Um yeah. But, but uh, I was I was
1: I think blown they all ended up with zero. Dude, I was blown away that he, he CM Punk. I think he said Harley Race. Yeah, he said Harley
0: Race. I believe,
1: or maybe he said Ric Flair there, and some one somebody else said Harley Race.
0: Like maybe Page. No, yeah. I, I don't know. Very disappointed. I, I like Booker T away. was like in, like in, in
1: 1994. Was, come on,
0: I feel like Booker T was just as disappointed. You know, he was just like. Punk, uh learn your – know your stuff or something. Or yeah. Like I feel like Booker T was just as disappointed by everyone.
1: Like he went and had to watch the clip uh, – or not to watch the clip of. He had to watch the match of AJ Styles versus Finn Balor from TLC a few years ago. Yeah. So they could discuss it on this show and it's like how did he not – how does uh, – how did he not have the whole – I'm just thrown away, thrown thrown off by him not knowing Bob Backlund in '94. I know, I know. Maybe I only know that because it took place at the Garden. I don't know.
0: Yeah, but
1: well, the the, what was it? Diesel winning at the Garden.
0: I believe so. Yeah, Diesel over Bob. All right, take it home.
1: But yes, that was our show, episode 462. Check us out, ProWrestlingTees.com com slash MarkingOut, out, YouTube and Instagram.com slash marking out eleven, Facebook.com slash marking out, twitter.com slash out. at BTDG161, at Chris Sweendog at Dave the Rave underscore M-O. Am I forgetting anything? I don't think I am. So, MarkingOut.com. We wish you the, the-
0: Best best of luck in your future endeavors have